night, ladies and gentlemen. We're back with another episode of the Experts coming to you live via stream, whatever streaming platform you are. Um, it's your boy CJ the X Factor. Um, the co-host Sans, Sans Omatic, or whatever he's called, he sells Brazzle Dazzle, stuff like that. But uh <laughs> you know I uh, yeah, all type of stuff. He used to try and call himself Doctor Sans, but he don't respect people who actually work hard for a degree. But anyway, See, I need uh, to say a degree so you know right? But if you are going to school for twelve years, you better respect that boys and when they get their doctor, they doctor on their name. You don't just throw that around. Anyway, ladies and gents, we back another episode. Got our experts. Uh, very eventful uh, couple of days uh, we've been missing. I really only missed last week, but yeah, uh, we want to put our eventful. put our producer on blast. You know, we have to. We'll we'll apologize on his behalf. You know, he's a shine, so uh, we'll 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 we encourage him to do better next time. He's watching Batman. He's one of one of the few people to get into Batman, so he could blow him. Yeah, and you watch it twice. Anyway, let's get let's get started. Let's get started. Let's get started. yeah, let's start uh, with the big with the big news, please. We, we got a big blockbuster. Yeah, we got some. Uh, in the NFL, we start with the NFL. Yeah, uh, we got. Russell Wilson finally being freed from the grips of the Seattle Seahawks and now being traded to who has now become a contender again, uh, the Denver Broncos. Um, mm-hmm. He's traded for what? Two first round picks, two second round picks, uh, the tight end and the quarterback from Denver, and I think a fourth round pick. So they legit, they put everything into this. They, they, they. Yeah. They're going for it all. Um, it's a massive haul. I don't see them winning, but I see them now contending as in making the playoffs. Because don't forget now, they're still in the toughest division in football. So it's like you, Russell Wilson, just hard lucky. you going from the hardest division in the NFC now to the hardest division in the AFC, where you've got Patrick Mahomes, and the Chiefs, you got um, the LA Chargers and Herbert, and then you got the Raiders who now rebuilding, and they just got their head coach, they got their car, they got some pieces they they putting together. So it's like, how do you know? And then on top of that, you wasn't even, like you was the worst team in that division. So you know automatic that, yep. oh, yeah, we was, we was nice this year, and now we gonna get better. No, y'all was the bottom. And now with Russell Wilson, you better hope he comes back and be old Russell Wilson. Because even last season, we watched where Seattle was still to the bottom, even with him. So it's yep. like, you know, guarantee, dog and come. And to be honest with me, to be honest with everybody, from we was in school, and, and in college when I say school, not high school, Russell Wilson was never a good quarterback to me. And everybody used to get on me for that because they was winning. And I always told people, I said, when that defense go, he's going to get exposed. And when I say good, he's a, I would give him like a B, a decent B minus. But they was making it seem like Russell Wilson was top five. 
To me, dog was never top five. Dog used to get carried by a great, not a good, a great defense. That Legion of Boom was one of the greatest defenses, I wouldn't say of all time, but of this era. So it's like, yeah, you could stand behind there and look great. Where you ain't wowing the league with touchdowns. You ain't wowing the league with yards. You ain't wowing the league with completion. All you're doing is game management and then throwing a big play, Hail Mary, every now and again to top receivers. And then it showed that, well, they won one because of the defense when they went and they destroyed the same Broncos that he's going to. They destroyed the Broncos in the Super Bowl and embarrassed them because of the defense and how they was able to destroy Peyton Manning. And then you go on to the same next year, go on to the Super Bowl with that same good defense. And you was ahead. That defense had you ahead of Tom Brady. And Russell Wilson went there and threw that game. You legit throw the ball into the arms of the other team <laughs> and lost that game for the Seattle Seahawks. And ever since then, Notice they went down it. They started to do as people like um, Richard Sherman, Cam Chancellor. Um, now today, I see they cut Bobby Wagner. They they released Bobby Wagner, who was one of the best uh, linemen in the league. So it's like after all of that, now you see how trash Russell was. and he was supposed to be getting better because at that time when they was winning championships, he was like in his rookie deal, his first couple of years. So he was supposed to be getting better. But as he so-called got better, the team got worse because the defense got worse. Now he's back in a situation where the Broncos have a nice defense. Um, they have a good tight end, a good running back. I think they still get what Mel Melvin Gordon as their running mm -hmm. back. They get yeah. Jerry Judy, the young wide receiver. They get Cortland Sutton, the outside receiver. Boy, that team looked nice. The only thing they need now, hopefully, is that offensive line to beef up. And the good thing is you make these plays before the draft. So now you could go into the draft and beef up your offensive line with some of these monsters who obviously in the combine show that way. Yeah. This, this new breed of athlete, these ain't no jokey fellas. These fellas yeah, they're different. They more than just fat guys. They strong, lean, mean machine guys. And fast. But, but yeah, I hope... I hope Denver know what they're doing because, boy, they put a lot into this into this trade. Yeah, I look at it like um, I think Denver sort of um, – I hope they didn't look at the success that the LA Rams had and said, you know what, let's just go all in for the guy who we think is the right quarterback because, I mean, the Rams been to the Super Bowl before. Um, recently, I mean. Um, Denver, they, like you say, they have a nice team. They have some nice pieces. And you could make a good argument that they were missing uh, a really good quarterback. And, you know, I read that Russell Wilson is going to become the first quarterback to ever play for the team that he beat in the Super Bowl. So congratulations to him. Um, but like you mentioned already, they're in a tough division, but in a tough division. Um, and you go into the AFC West, where even though he's an upgrade, He's still probably at best the third best quarterback inside the division. I don't know who's um, finding these stats. What you mean he's the first quarterback? The gone first quarterback. Wait, who was beat? Wait, everything cool. But anything. Go on, go on, go on. Because play So I mean, yeah, so it's an upgrade and like but like you say, uh how much of an upgrade is it that remains to be seen? Um, um 
is Russell Wilson on a decline? Uh, to me, I think he showed little signs last year that that he isn't uh, the same the same play he was a, a few years ago. Um, even in the games where he was healthy, he didn't look all that right. Now you could maybe attribute it some of the some of the injury he was injured for a good part of last season, but um, yeah, he didn't look right even in some of the games he 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 played it. Even when they were trying to make a push down the stretch to try to get to the postseason, um, it still wasn't all coming together for him. Um, but he has a better team around him, and like we said, certainly upgrade over what they already had. But uh, time will tell whether or not this move pushes them over the top, because like we said, they it ain't easy in the AFC. It ain't easy in the AFC, and they got some dogs over there. So. Uh, I wish him the best, but Denver does have a good team. Um, so let's see what happens. Yeah, Denver, Denver. I see them putting some pieces together. I mean, I expect them to be much more explosive. Uh, for you fantasy guys out there, people like Jerry Judy, I would pick him up. Um, I wouldn't pick up the running back because Russell Wilson, for some reason, likes to sling this ball like he could. But Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton, fantasy picks. Um, Speaking of fantasy picks, there's another place where they in fantasy world. Um, we have other. This would this would be one of the rare times that QB news actually uh, outshines Aaron Rodgers, unless it's Tom Brady, of course. But this was a day where Aaron Rodgers news was backstage to Russell Wilson. But there was a deal struck too today by. Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Now he came out and said the numbers aren't correct, but from yeah. what the reports were, the reports were four years, two hundred million, million for old dusty QB, <laughs> who is like almost forty. You can give this guy fifty million a year, and this guy hasn't won you a Super Bowl in twelve years. Haven't even gotten you back to the Super Bowl. Like, not even in the Super Bowl and say, oh, well, he lose one or two. Like, dog, he ain't even been to the Super Bowl in 12 years. Now, personally, he's racking up MVPs, which we know it's a league and a media-based award because even last season, now, I know he used this as his negotiation boy, but to be honest, last season, he didn't lead the league in touchdowns. He didn't lead the league no. in passing yards. He didn't lead the league in completions. But... He got MVP. So it's like, boy, dog really used these. And he got back-to-back -back MVP. So mm -hmm. I guess dog really used this MVP as a leverage because to give a guy, that's like that's like signing LeBron right now to a four-year extension worth $200 million. And you expect to build a championship team around a guy. Now, not to say that... Um, he will be overpaid. But to say that, what you leave for everybody else? Because now you got to go franchise tag Devante Adams. And then you got to put pieces, because obviously the team you had when you was only paying Aaron Rodgers $35 million a year wasn't good enough. So if you was only paying dog $35 million a year and you didn't have enough money to get what you needed for everybody else, how now you can go and spend $50 million a year on one player and expect to put pieces around him. I think that, I think right now that 
the pockets really have they they really ended their their run. Now, not to say they ain't gonna make the playoffs, not because they obviously in a slack. Yeah, they will. They, they they will make the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, they in a slack division. You got to beat the Bears, the Vikings, and the friggin' mm-hmm. uh, what? Who else in that division? Uh, Lions? Oh, come on. Yeah. So yeah, you can make the division uh, playoffs, but championship with no double. I gotta see you unless Aaron Rodgers is gonna get veterans to come there. Like let's say if Odell and I think Odell taking no pay cut this year because. Dog done in Genie again. And plus, you just coming up a Super Bowl, but you try to get one big contract and try all your head. Um, but unless they get someone like, a, well, Chris Godwin just resigned. Well, not to resign, he got franchise time. I don't even see no big wide receiver out there. Like, they really got to get some pieces together. And I mean, on offense, like, he needs something else than Devon, like, um, not Devon Parker. Uh, Adams, not Adams. What do you mean? Devante Adams. Yeah, Devante Adams. Devante Adams. They 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 need so they need an X piece. You need an X wide open. You need a tight end. Dog ain't had no tight end since Massif again. What? Bennett? And Bennett was on his last years when he got in there. Mm-hmm. So they need a tight end. They need an X wide receiver. Um, obviously, you need a line because Aaron Rodgers ain't as mobile as he used to be. Like my thing is with fifty nope. mil, boy, he ain't looking good. Unless they get yeah, him all in the front, season. I ain't see nothing good coming out of this type of deal. Fifty mil a season. It's interesting because to me, I look at it like, um, and you compare it to LeBron. Like if if the Lakers were to give LeBron a four-year deal like right now, I think that's probably a, a decent comparison. But I think even with LeBron. He two years removed from the finals. Granted, that's the bubble championship, but still, two years removed from that. So with Aaron Rodgers, he like with like 12, 10, 12 years removed from that, like you said. Like he's is it's a lot he's, he's not been to the Super Bowl in a very, very long time. And for me, I I wonder, you know, because usually as that as guys get older, they get less ambitious, right? So for me, I'm wondering, like, okay. Is he going to be the same animal about winning um, that he was? Well, and he, he wasn't really a big animal about winning when he was younger. But is he going to be the same? Is he going to be an animal about winning? Is he going to care about winning as much? Right? Oh, Guys no. at this stage, and they usually want to just ride off into the sunset. And that's what that's what this deal looks like to him. Because, uh, you know, this is a dude who was contemplating retirement in a lot of people's minds. Right? So you go from contemplating retirement to get basically a, a, a deal that allows you to sort of coast into your later years, right? Um, and like you mentioned already, it's not that it's necessarily an overpay, but it's like, okay, can we build a team around this guy that can compete for a championship, that can compete for a Super Bowl? Um, and it's, it puts a lot of strain on the Green Bay front office to now create a team that can now contend when you know years after years they couldn't get the job done now what i will say they have been one of the better teams in the in in the nfc for the past two years that has to come for something and you all expect them every year to win that has to come for something right (laughs) and we know football is a one and done sport so it's, it's it's very difficult to say uh just blow it up but at the same time 
at some point you'd obviously need him to get it done if you want to give him this type of money, right? And I think it's a big bet from Green Bay on their front to say, you know what? This is our best quarterback, best quarterback we've ever had. And we believe that we could get at least one more Super Bowl with this dude. And we're going to ride him until we get it. And it may work out because he's he's still a great player. Or, you know, it may not. But, you know, they made their decision. And they they showing you they starting by. You know, so... It is what it is. It'd be interesting to see how it works out. Interesting to see. Um, but like, like I said, they ain't a tight. They ain't a tight tight. Yeah. Because he wasn't it wasn't like, oh, it's a super team and he's the last piece of the puzzle, almost like how the Rams had it. Like you you need a lot of work done. And you got some other big guys and some big names, like uh I forget what that nose tackle name, but they got a good nose tackle in the middle there. He won some big money. And then you got Alexander, Chayel Alexander, who's one of the top corners in the league. He can want any money. So it's like, and then on top of that, you only franchise tag Devante Adams. He can want a long-term deal now, knowing that, okay, Aaron Rodgers staying. I can pardon my stats now. So it's like, he want the next three-year, four-year deal as well. So it's like, bro. And then Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones might go on he money. Because everybody can get paid around here, and I can be the broke one showing up to practice, not me. So, like it's me, but yeah, they must you know what they're doing. If he if he does get one in 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 in, in that uh in Green Bay in the next four years, it really would have to be a lot of other people taking sacrifices. And I think at some point too, he will have to restructure this contract, especially the last two years. He, that, that, this thing will go through just up this. A lot of the money they can give him up front, and then the last two years he'll have to restructure, especially if they haven't won done the first two years. I mean, he'll have to restructure in them last two years to try and get some free up some, some some cap space to get some free agents in there and make some make some things happen. Definitely, definitely. Um, but like you say, if it if it if 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 they could get one in the next four years. Maybe it's worth it. Maybe it's worth it if they could get one. But uh, that remains to be seen. That remains to be seen. Speaking of freeing up some cap space, we had another weird team that always doing some crap. So apparently, the Dallas Cowboys want to release Amari Cooper. The best weapon they got on offense. They want to release Amari Cooper. To free up some cap space so they got um i know doc prescott had to restructure his deal the deal he just get and he cried for for years he just get the deal last off season he done at the restructure and i forget who was the next person i don't know if it was zeke or it was the tight end but they had to restructure their contracts and it was like bro dallas you 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 done in this good Dak done him this good. Zeke obviously falling off. And the one person you can try cut or try bully can be a Mari? Wow. You think CD Lamb could be that guy as wide receiver one? But I keep telling guys, it's a big difference between wide receiver one and wide receiver two. 
When you use wide receiver two, you're getting slack coverage. You're getting the second best or the third best, or you're getting, yeah, we looking at you, but you ain't really nothing. So it's like almost like when uh, Julio Jones was with the Falcons. When Julio Jones was there, Calvin Ridley used to eat. Calvin Ridley was carrying on dead bad because why? Julio Jones was wide receiver one. Calvin Ridley could run around the field and be open every friggin' play. Now, when Julio Jones leave, Calvin Ridley didn't even finish the season. Calvin Ridley leave, say he had all type of mental health issues. Then next thing you know, he throwing money on a couple bets, betting on teams, <laughs> freaking himself out, doing all type of extra wide. Like that wide receiver one position, that'll put stress on your book. That got you doing all type of extra wide. So it's like, I, I don't understand, like, boy, Amari is here. At least, at least I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even release him. At least trade the guy. Like, get some value back for him. You must give up a first round pick for him or a second round pick. You shouldn't just cut in like that just to save salary cap space to get who. What wide receiver on the market right now will give you what Amari is giving you in that offense? Boy, I yeah, don't know. I think that's that's the biggest thing. Like, um. He's your best weapon, right? And it's almost like you just want to, like, cutting him, like, makes absolutely no sense. I don't know if, if, if you know, sometimes teams have a good season, a uh, pretty good season, and I think sometimes they sort of, they sort of overreact. They sort of to, to jinx themselves one way or another. And, um, you know, I mean, granted, you didn't get where, where you wanted to go. But at the same time, like you said, your number one guy, number one receiver, you don't know how uh, the pre- CD CD Lamb is going to react if he's if he has to be swift into that role. Um, you know, you don't know how how much Doc's offense is affected if he has to play without that target. So it's a lot of variables involved. And then, like you say, can you replace that on the open market? Probably not. Probably not. So. The Dallas is in a tough position because you might you could argue that they overachieved last year. So now it's like um, they overachieved, but this is still a team that a lot of a lot of people have eyeballs on, and this is still a team that's still hungry to to get back to uh, their glory days. So they will do. I won't say they'll do anything, but um, they are always thinking of ways to try to see if they could get back to the top, and I think that's one of those things that. Don't overthink it. Don't overthink it. It, it. it it ain't it may not end up being what you what you think it'll be. Put it like that. Uh speaking of Ridley, we just talked about Ridley. Uh you know, we heard that he he got into trouble for well, trouble, loose word. But apparently, uh he was betting on games. So the NFL handed out a suspension. Um for him do you think the suspension was fair do you think it was warranted uh do you think they was they was running out a little bit with that um i guess it's based on perception we have seen guys do much worse and yet much less uh we feel we seeing guys had domestic problems where they was physically abusing other people uh and what way less games so it's like you give guy a whole season but i think they did it because 
you want to send a message. Now, it, it isn't the fact that he did it, because I'm sure he's not the first person to do it. It's just the fact that you already got caught. Not exactly. And now it's the fact that you got caught. So it's like, now you have to realize that, hey, if we don't nip this in the bud now, and you're just giving guys, let's say, two game, three game suspension, it's, it, it, it's, it, it's not going to be a good look. Because then you got guys who are the end of the bed. Not everybody's, and he's a fool because he's a big star. And like, you make it like 10 mil a year. Like, why are you even even talking about you betting, what, $1,500? Like, wait, what you what you was getting a win off of that? You was getting paid regardless to stay home. You wasn't even playing this season. You was getting paid to stay home. And you could be out here betting 1500 not even $15,000 or <laughs> $150,000 or something like that. You betting 1500 And on top of that, you say you betting on the Falcons to win. And you know your team is trash. So it's like, bro, you don't have no no type of sense when it comes to anything that you do it. So it's like, but you gotta make example. Cause then if you don't, and they see him get way with it, you got you have that end of the bench guy who just making a couple hundred thousand dollars who can say, man, listen, I ain't making much money in the league. Let me try flip this. And if if I get catch it, you'll be waiting. So you gotta make it let people know that it's not waiting. Because now he's gonna lose a whole season with a pay. Mm-hmm. Which is like ten million for a free fifteen hundred dollar bet on FanDuel, and you got all these family and friends who could have put in the bet for you. Idiot. There's I'm, other ways to do this. Yeah, I think me too. I I also think that the the the, the punishment is a little finicky, right? I mean, like you said, you talk about people who get suspended less for domestic abuse, beating up on flicking family members and all that other stuff. But I think for the league, you, you're now messing with the league's image, right? When you do this stuff, right? Um, you're messing with the league's image. You don't know people now view um, NFL uh, as an organization if the players are betting on games, right? So now this, this becomes a bigger problem, right? You're possibly messing up the league money. Right, so for them, the the like you say, the penalty is so stiff because they have to discipline you because they don't want no one else to to think about doing this kind of stuff. They don't want no one else to think that they could get away with this kind of stuff because it's a lot at stake um, for a lot of parties involved, especially the, the the higher ups in the NFL. So I think it was just it, it was basically to say, listen, but you know you could do whatever, but you know. After you retired or whatever the case may be, but while you here, you know what I mean. Don't don't play around like that. And whether it was harsh or not, I feel like it was. They had to punish him severely. So he get what he come for. Yeah. So no, that that's just right. Like I say, I would I don't mind it because you know in most most situations you could appeal it and probably get a lesser thing. So. Maybe if he appeals it, he could might get eight games or ten games. But first of all, he needed to get his head together. He was obviously already battling uh, mental health issues, or he's going through some family situation. I don't know what he's dealing with, but there's obviously off the field stuff that he was getting himself into, and this definitely doesn't help. So um, hopefully, like I say, uh, he figures that situation out and. 
get back LT, I guess. Because that ain't that ain't a good luck. But um yeah. Um let's see, what else? Other news. NFL news, we just got a lot of rumors. You got things like uh Jimmy G trade should be up next. Um I heard something about the Giants looking for a quarterback because Daniel Jones ain't it. Um like there's a lot of dominoes that's gonna fall, um, especially before the draft. Because the teams are getting smarter. You usually back in the day they used to wait till after the draft and then try to fill spots. But now teams are getting smarter to the point where you, you fill your slots first with proven players and star players or players that you need. And then you go get rookies because it don't make no sense putting all your faith in these rookies and not knowing how they can produce at the next level. So now a lot of teams now making these big trades early where you're getting like a star foot right after the Super Bowl or and Russell Wilson and all these pieces. So uh, I see OBJ said that they, um, he wants people to put more respect on Stafford name because he really is that guy and this and that. Now, obviously, yeah, obviously, Odell, number one, is on a contract, yeah, so he wants a good contract and he wants the QB to speak up for him because he obviously this is a QB's world. And secondly, obviously, it's a, it's a slight at Baker Mayfield because exactly. he feels that you 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 messing with his Hall of Fame bill now because that's some years in Cleveland where you cost dogs some yards, you cost dogs some touchdowns, you cost dogs some catches on his whole career stats now. Because Baker Mayfield was such, I don't know, I guess they had a wide. Like, you could have seen, you could have watched some games. You could have watched some games and you could have seen, but Mayfield wasn't even trying to throw to Odell. Like, and Odell was open. Many times Odell was open and you could have seen, but Baker was telling you, go away. You could run the best route in the world. I ain't even looking at me. <laughs> so, I yeah. know. It's definitely personal with them, too. Um, and even mean, even you could see how OBJ Father was carrying on. Um, he felt vindicated after, obviously, oh, uh, they won the Super Bowl. You know, even when they the same thing again, he cut up a highlight clip for uh, uh, Bacon missing passes to OBJ. So, um, yeah, it, it was personal, definitely. Um, but I don't expect OBJ not to big up Macho Stafford at the end of the day. You know, he got him a ring. You know what I mean? Um, so. You got to stand by your guy. Um, whether or not that means he ended up staying inside Los Angeles, that's a different story. But, uh, you know, you can stand by your guy, behind your guys. And, then, you know, when, when people win the championship, that's when everybody's being the most supportive. Everybody's being the most friendly towards each other. Everybody ain't got nothing bad to say about nobody. You just don't really hear it until years down the line uh, when it's all said and done. Um, but... It'll be interesting to see what, what happens to OBJ this offseason. Um, now that he has that monkey off his back, um, I expect him to play with a lot more freedom next year, um, no matter where he ends up. Um, and we should be probably getting a, a bounce back uh, resurgence from him. Yeah, hopefully. Because with that injury, he probably ain't going to play the first couple games of the season. The first couple of games. Yeah, the first but, couple of games before the field. Speaking of disrespect, again, crossover now into all this mumbo-jumbo in the NBA. Um, 
sticking into the same sticking in the same city. Uh, we still in LA. You got uh wait, one thing with me, I never care. You got guys like Rasbrick coming out here, being soft. I thought he was an old school player, but now obviously it shows that that mentality in him. He, he may be a aggressive, fiery guy on the court, but obviously that don't translate in his personal life because the crap I hear him talk about. My thing is, yeah, we understand what you're trying to say, but that's not our problem. Wait. I, I, I was I was disappointed in him. Um, like, let me say, let me say this, right? If 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 Duel getting death threats, if his wife getting death threats, then I ain't cool, right? So nope. if if Duel's him sending him death threats and it's, they send his wife and his children death threats, that's out of line. That's out of bounds. That's yeah, but he wasn't even talking about that. Cool. He was talking about people just calling him out his name. Now the death, so. death threats definitely is is beyond not cool. Yeah, yeah. That's beyond basketball. Beyond basketball. That's that's too far. Yeah, but he was up there. Yeah, people call him Westbrook, yeah. and he's sitting up there dumb, oh, my son goes to school, and he is so proud because he writes Westbrook everywhere, and that's yeah. his legacy. Like, bro, being killed. The, the thing is, boy, whatever you do off the court is not the fans' issue. Not You could wear all the dress you want in the world. <laughs> you could wear, you could be the biggest fashion mogul. You could be the richest person in the world. But when you come to work, you come to do a job. So it's like, bro, we basing you off your performance. Not because you have a wife and you have kids. Someone's supposed to say, oh, I can't. So I can I can uh, uh, have an opinion of your skills. Or I can't say nothing because that's like, that's like you going to work and you saying, oh, um, I's a millionaire. And you can advise your supervisor. You think you can tell me, oh, well, you know, you can't tell me what to do because I's a millionaire. Big brother, you come to work here, right? If you was a millionaire, you shouldn't be working here. And since you're working here, I can need you to go move them stuff over there. <laughs> and let me know when you're done because I got some other stuff for you to do. Like, your outside personal life don't have nothing to do with what you do on this job. Your performance is what people come to see. People come to be come to be entertained by your basketball skills. And if your basketball skills is trash, I think people should be able to have their opinion and call your basketball skills, uh, skills trash. And if they want to make plays with your name, simple little small things as West Brick. Like, really, bro? You, yeah, uh, you And know, I think... You throw in a tantrum and say you yeah. can dress it every day? Boy, listen. Yeah. If I was the next crowd he's going to, he's going to have a chant in there. Like, the chant is going to be West Brick. And that might happen. And, might happen. Gonna, and, and what do you going to do? Walk off the court? That's a, and that's the thing. So it's like, for me, I listen to that and I'm like... Because I don't, I don't call dude Westbrook, but oh, I, call him. I, I, I don't understand what's the big deal. Like for me, you have, um, like you play the sport, bro, right? And he said something on on the podium, and he was like, "It's been happening for a long time." Exactly. But I, I just wanted to put it, put an end to it, right? It's very key. It's been happening for a long time. People have been calling this dude Westbrook for me is an OKC. They've been, they've been calling him Westbrook, right? He's in UCLA. Right? It never used to bother you because at that point in time, you knew you still was a good player. Exactly. Right? 
you still was getting triple doubles. You still was leading your team to the playoffs. You still was an all-star every year. You still was MVP candidates. So it never used to bother you. It bothered you now because you realize you might not be that guy no more. Yeah, you know you told and me. That's why, and that's why it hurting your feelings, right? Yeah. That's why it hurting your feelings. But to me, let's look at the history of the game. Players have been called foolishness for a very long time. Exactly. They once called Magic Johnson Tragic Johnson, right? How much nicknames they have for LeBron? LeBron's, LeBrick, hmm. the frozen one, right? When KD left OKC, they was calling that boy Cupcake. And, and Westbrook, Westbrook was, was a on part of Instagram, <laughs> making cupcake jokes. Making cupcake jokes. Okay, then. He was a part of that. So don't look for no so, sympathy now. So, so why are you looking for sympathy for something which you understand why people are calling you it? It's not because really lost upon you why people are calling you that. They you know what I mean? Soft. You call it what it is. Soft. When you look at old school guys, you know what old school guys is? Like, I don't know if you ever watched the movie Fences, but the whole key when, yeah. when, when, when Denzel Washington was telling his son, you have to take the crookeds with the straights. You can't want everything straight in life. Like when you play in baseball, you can't just yeah. want people to float a fastball or, or just throw a straight fastball down the middle for you every single time. You wouldn't swing. Sometimes you're going to strike out. Sometimes you can hit home runs. You've got to take the crooked with the straights. The problem with these soft guys today, he wants all the praise. He wants the glory. He wants the Westbrook name and he wants the jersey and the, 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 the rafters and all that crap. You want to talk when they talk, call you MVP and they chant. My thing is, if you can't take the criticism, don't take the praise. Don't if you want to silence the crowd and you say crowds shouldn't be saying things and they should just shut up and enjoy the game, then when they chant an MVP, everybody should shut up too and say, well, don't chant MVP for this guy. Because as a, yeah, as a okay. fan, we shouldn't be a, 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 a have no opinion on, on his play. So don't be standing there and you waving and taking all the praise and talking about Ice Westbrook when they chat in the MVP and you used to, uh, you scored, uh, averaging triple doubles and stuff and you want to be telling everybody how hard you play and, and how much this season took over you and blah, 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 when you're doing good. But now you in a situation where the, the bar is much higher. One thing with LA, and I told people this from... Uh, uh, when we is losing out on free agents, it's not that people don't want to come to LA. You know? LA is one of the greatest cities in the world. It's that the bar is so high. When we is losing out on guys like Lamarcus Aldridge, when we did, we were supposed to get him before he went to the Spurs. Um, the Rosen had a chance to come there before. Mello had a chance to come there before. Like the bar is so high that you know, LA fans is holding you to championship level. If it ain't a championship, we don't want here. No, I tried. Even LeBron going through that now. And LeBron already win us a championship. Yeah. And they still tell them, but well, that was 2020. What you doing in 2022? Or oh, be tried. Yeah. No, bro. We ain't it. And that's why I give LeBron credit for. LeBron don't really <laughs> LeBron as 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 as, as stupid as I was carrying sometimes, he don't really pay attention to social media drama. He you could you could say he, he posts something on social media and you'll have all type of trolls on this post and he ain't responding. Skip yeah, Bayless he, he, post something. He don't post it. He don't. He don't respond to the negatives. Now he posts a lot yeah. of stuff too. When he when he do positive stuff, this that fifty six thing was in. I mean, I watched that game. Um, 
No, but I'm saying oh, he's posted his, post his life. He yeah. brag about his stuff, but yeah. he ain't gonna respond to your comment, right? And and like for instance, even with Skip Bayless, right? Skip is post stuff, and Skip don't never respond to no one comment. He don't like no one comment. He just post it and let it be, because the end of the day, you are a public figure, right? Exactly. People are going to want to tear you down, just as people are going to want to praise you. That comes with the biz. That comes with it, and and the reason why people call Katie sensitive is because Katie is a public figure and Katie's answer back. That, exactly. that may not make him sensitive, but at the end of the day, you don't have to answer back because that's not a battle you're going to win, right? Mm-hmm. People people coming on there strictly to tear you down, right? So if it becoming too much for you as a public figure, maybe just turn the TV off. You know, maybe exactly. just turn turn the phone off if it becoming too much for you. I agree. I don't have to deal with that pro- that problem because I'm not a public figure like you. But guess what? You making forty something million a year, bro. Exactly. His expectations will come with that. And you making right? it all for the same fans. Like I just be trying to figure out if NBA players realize how they make money. You don't make money like the owner really don't pay you out his pocket. Don't let these people swing you up and make you feel like oh, genie buses take money out of our pocket to pay salaries. No, you make money from revenue, which comes from seats and ticket sales, and also fans that watch TV and TV deals and contracts. So you want silence the people that pays you. Like they just get into this mindset. And I understand, yeah, you, you number one, you came from backgrounds just like us, we regular guys, and you came into this lifestyle of money. But it's like they just forget that borough. The only way you, the, to, to be honest, even when he's talking about, oh, I's a fashion mogul and, and I just do all this stuff off the court, bro, the only avenue that makes you a fashion mogul or be able to do these things off the court is because you play basketball. You think anybody would care about you if you was an average guy walking down the street in a dress? Fellas never look at you and probably, wait, you, wait, listen. <laughs> the stuff fellas would have do to you if you wasn't in the NBA would have been much worse than the stuff that they allow you to get with when they only heckling you on, on social media and Instagram and crap. Because you to us in the fan world, you are a figure, like you say, a public figure. You are almost like an employee. I pay you to entertain. I come to watch you perform. Like they don't like to say it like that, but that's what it is. It's almost like going to a, a dance recital or watching a paying to go to a movie theater. I come, I spend my money, I sit down and I watch you guys on the court. Perform, put, portray your basketball skills. That's that's just it. So yeah, you gotta take the cooking with the streets. That's just what yeah. it is. And that's one thing. I, that's one pair of people, man. I don't like when people do something and they ain't willing to accept everything that comes with it. I, exactly. I really don't like that. If you if you gonna do something, take everything that comes with that. You know what I mean? You want the good. You want all the good that it brings, right? You want the forty four million, right? Exactly. You want the you want the endorsements. Okay, you want an LA lifestyle. You want the documentary because he had a documentary about him before the season. You want the documentary, right? Trash, bro. You want Trash, all bro. the good things, <laughs> but but the minute times get hard, now you're saying, "Oh, I don't want that. I, I I don't want that." And it's warranted. It's not like it ain't warranted. You playing by the Lakers are playing by. Like it's 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 warranted. People have a right to boo, and like I say, even if even if you watch how LeBron is handling it, right? LeBron is taking everything on the chin, right? 
He'd be like, yeah, we playing bad. There's a better next team is a better team that's not. That's that says something else about his character. Yeah. But yeah, he still is taking on the chip. You say he said, hey, but it is what it is. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, it is if you're so secure on who you are as a player, then yeah. what's the big deal of someone calling you Westbrook? I think now we're starting to see he's not really as secure anymore as no. he makes it seem. Exactly. And, and and that's what and that's what's probably hurting him right now. And the sad thing is, like now, I don't agree with y'all guys who like to run on about oh he dead now. I just call him Rest because he legit can't shoot. Like Westbrook legit can't shoot. But otherwise, he's still a very good player. Y'all trying to write the man off and say, oh, would you say he can play for minimums the rest of his career? That's that's good. That has that's nothing to do with his time though. That has nothing to happen. Westbrook will decline his player option he have this summer. And Westbrook will do something. He, he have to. Like, if uh, he don't decline it, the Lakers still can trade him or release it. So it's like, bro, what, what you accept it for if you can still get released? But so it's like, look, uh, uh, my thing with him is uh, Westbrook still averages 18, 8, and 7. Westbrook still has better stats than probably 80% of the point guards in the friggin' league. So, like, it, it, it really ain't reciprocal. It's the fact that, number one, because you answering back, you're giving ammunition for hecklers to heckle because they know they're getting under your skin. And number two, someone got to take the blame. Like, you just reach. So it's like the new guy in the office. Like, you come here and meet this thing mess up, right? But because he was the new guy and you come in here talking about, oh, I can fix it. And I's the missing key. And I's the missing piece. And now we got this big tree and we both the win. And then we come here, y'all, what? Must he six game under 500 now? In ninth place? Time, yeah. So it's like, bro, you can take it because we don't know 80 is a glass bottle. It ain't make no sense still blaming him for getting hurt because dogs get hurt regardless. We don't know LeBron ain't taking no clutch shots and we ain't winning no last second games. Okay, cool. We don't establish that, but LeBron is still averaging, what, 28, 7 and 7. So it's like, you can't give him too much blame because dog really ain't got no help. So who left? You? And plus you want mouth off? Okay, cool. You can get all That's the thing about Westbrook. Westbrook, it's not that he's a bad player, right? The reason why I say Westbrook ain't going to for more than, more than minimums is not to do with his talent. It has to do with... Um, it has to do with his reputation, how it has to do with how he's perceived. And it's similar to it's similar to what we saw with Carmelo. And it's similar to what we saw with Iverson. Carmelo was in an Iverson career. Right? Like you mentioned already, 80, he can't stay healthy. It is what it is. That boy might need to consider retiring. Because that boy can't stay healthy. Right? LeBron. Where do we uh like it or not lebron is in his 19th year he is the face of the league right and lebron has already done enough um in terms of his career right lebron has already won four championships um so even though the lakers fans still expect uh more from him or more from the team they already know they have a man who's capable of winning a championship right with westbrook Westbrook is one of those guys in the league. A championship would totally change the way he is viewed historically, right? Because Westbrook, for a lot of people, is a losing type of player, right? 
But if you add a championship to Westbrook's resume, with all the things he's accomplished, right? It's ridiculous how much stuff Westbrook has accomplished. Dog, but assist leader, scoring leader, most triple doubles in NBA history, MVP, all-star MVP, you know, all type of awards, right? <coughs> so if he won a championship, it would really change the way he's viewed. But the problem is the perspective on Westbrook is that he's a losing player. And that was the that was his rep before he went to LA. Now that he's in LA, it's only gotten worse. And it continues to get worse by the things he starts to say in the media. It gets worse when he starts to complain about being benched in the fourth quarter when uh, he's playing horribly. It gets worse when he complains about being called Westbrook again when he's playing bad, right? So now it, it ain't much teams. I mean, his wife tweeted on, I think, Twitter last night that he'd probably make, make the Orlando Magic a playoff team, and that's probably true. But the question you have to ask yourself is, do these teams want to be playoff teams that bad? Some of these teams just want to be, uh, some of these teams just want to be, uh, get lottery picks and get draft picks. And then also it's the question again, he's getting older, and right? Thing, if he go to the Orlando Magic, he getting a minimum contract? Yes. Uh, no one pay, who, who pay, they pay him, they, Who's, who's going to pay him more than that? What is the benefit of paying Westbrook more than that? The one benefit Westbrook of paying Westbrook... The, Westbrook comes to your team. He's the best player on that team. How could you pay the best okay. player on that team a minimum? Okay, now watch this. Watch this. Do you believe that Westbrook goes to Atlanta Magic they can make the playoffs? Yeah. Okay, cool. So that's the only reason why a team would sign Westbrook. The only reason why a team would sign Westbrook is because they believe that if he goes there... They can make the playoffs. What happens when that's not true anymore? What do you want to sign him for? Yeah, but you you have you have no reason to sign him, right? That's or, it's already been. How could a guy averaging eighteen, eight and eight, go into the summer this summer? Like we mm -hmm. say, playing better than eighty percent of point guards in the league, and you still yes. sitting here telling me that dog can get signed for a minimum this summer? A minimum. Well, he's not going to sign for minimum this summer because he's not going to decline a play option. Westbrook, Westbrook making $47 million next year. No way Westbrook decline a play option. He's not going to get close to $47 million for the rest of his career. Yeah. He ain't going to make $47 million combined. He may not so, make $47 million, but the reason why I decline it is because, like you say, he is on a decline. It's almost like what Chris Paul did. You decline your player option because instead of having one year of $47 million, you could go to another team and get, let's say, a three-year deal or a four-year deal for a hundred million. Westbrook now, could get what, the same contract Chris Paul gets. Now what? Well, hold on. Let's look at the circumstances with led Chris Paul again that contract. Now, Chris Paul also did look washed. I agree. Exactly. He looked washed in Houston. He looked washed in Houston. He went to OKC where there was zero expectations. They're going to leave him for dead. Mm -hmm. And Chris Paul completely turned OKC around, right? Mm -hmm. Completely turned OKC around. That led to Chris Paul getting a contract, uh, getting getting that same contract because now they said, okay, Chris Paul, maybe he wasn't watched. Maybe that was just a bad situation for him. Mm -hmm. With Westbrook, 
I continue to say this. Contenders don't believe Westbrook could help them, right? Mm-hmm. This is the ultimate test for, to, to, for, for people who are contenders to say, okay, can Westbrook help a contending team? Although the Lakers aren't really a contending team and it's not all Westbrook's fault, he didn't really help them much. So contenders don't believe that he could help them. So that's one set of teams who ain't going to take a chance on you, contenders. That's only about five teams, though. There are teams that try to be contenders. Yeah, right. We don't want contenders. Yeah, he's a try to be contenders and think that they need one more piece. So they don't think they automatically can think he's the one more piece. So the only teams you left with is teams that just want to sell tickets and make the playoffs. Which there are teams that want to sell tickets and make the playoffs. Exactly. But but again, I say to you again, what happens when teams don't view Westbrook that? Just having him on our team can carry us to the playoffs. That may happen this year based off the season in LA. I mean, even if you weren't making the playoffs, like Westbrook still sell tickets. Like, even if you come into Boo Westbrook, you still pay in your money to come to Boo Westbrook. That's why if I was Westbrook, I wouldn't even care. Because my thing is, if you come to my arena or you come to the team that I play for, and especially in the Staples Center, and you spending literally hundreds or thousands of dollars and you want to go aside and then you want to boo me. Yeah, bro. Well, I'll boo who and crap. That's because the highest player player on the Lakers. You really think I had a care that someone calling me Westbrook when I was the highest paid player on the play, uh, on, the, on the team and you all paying your hard-earned money to come watch me shoot bricks? Like you legit was paying your money to come watch me throw this ball off the side of the backboard. And I must worry about you. Boy, I'd have been the happiest player running up in America. Because, like, you have to yep. look at it from that standpoint. Like, these people, whether I win or lose, whether I hit the shot or miss the shot, like, he's just an entertaining factor. So it's like, you, uh, in his mindset, he needs to change his mindset and say, bro, like, even like LeBron is saying, well, fans come and pay. So it's like, bro, I make my money and I put on a show and I go home. Now, if you can't sleep at night because I missed the last shot, boy, sorry to hear that. Because I get home to my big mansion up in the hills with my AC on high. And I can roll around on my king-size bed and dribble and sleep like a baby. Yeah. So. That's it there. I mean, after LeBron get here marching from Dallas, you see the man say, the man say, all y'all got to go back to your boring life tomorrow whatever. Now, he still, <laughs> he still shouldn't say that, right? And, and again, that, that says something else about his character, but the point still starts. Like, you already live in this gracious life. The people who make in front of you, da 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 and that, they can't take care of your family or they can't take care of their family the way you can. You could do so much for your family. You have generational wealth that you could pass down to your children because you was because of the sport that you're good at, because of your craft, right? It just so happens that you have people that criticize what you do. And sometimes it just comes with it. Exactly. It comes with the territory. So, like I say, I, I, I still seeing, I mean, I'm not still seeing, I'm, it, it's, it's shocking to see from Westbrook because he's always been portrayed as this, um, you know, this I don't, I don't care type of dude. But now you're starting to see the little crack show. Yeah. Probably his you know, and cry, he's had to sleep. Right. 
So I saw someone, <laughs> uh, I saw Perkins say, uh, and I don't really agree with Perkins, so um, but it, it's an interesting thought. He said he thinks the Lakers should shut down Westbrook for the rest of the season. What, what do you think? No. See, the problem is, and I just told someone this today, I feel that they have a whole locker room blow before Westbrook leave. Like, this could be a problem. My thing is, like you say, Westbrook taking all this criticism and he and he feelings. But dog averaging friggin' almost a triple-double. Then you got LeBron taking a bunch of criticism for this losing. And he almost averaging a, a triple-double and almost 30 points a game. He can be an e Felix. Then you got glass bottle lady who can't stay on the court and people can blame him and say, man, well, if he was there, we had a better chance of making the play. The day you see the Lakers get eliminated, the, the Lakers better make the playoffs. The day you see that game come and the Lakers are eliminated from playoff contention, they're going to have a breakdown in the locker room. Because either Westbrook ain't going to play no more this season, like you say, or it's LeBron who ain't going to play no more this season. And it could be a whole big drama-filled situation in, in L.A. Because what you playing for now? Like, it's legit now. We need to reevaluate what's going on here. We ain't making playoffs this year. When we had a soft year, to me, I feel like it was a soft year. Because when I say a soft year, it's like it's a very makeable year. Because you had the Clippers, who was your biggest rival, who still beat you down the whole season. <laughs> but then had Kawhi, then had Paul George. Then you had Portland, who you had the battle in the first round with the friggin' bubble, the bubble crap. They ain't good this year. OKC ain't good this year. Um, the Suns, Chris Paul is now out. So the Suns ain't the Suns no more. So they wasn't good. I mean, they good, but then the, the, the juggernaut healthy team they are. Then you had Golden State, who was missing Clay. And even when Clay come back, Golden State ain't win as much games with Clay than they Like, the West now is becoming like what the East used to be, and now the East has the super teams. So it's like you had a soft year where all you had to do is, even if you would break even, if the Lakers was 500 right now, they would be in the playoffs. But yeah. you won't be here surging around winning 26 games, 26 or 28, whatever it is. At this point in the year, the Lakers ain't have 30 wins yet. You know how shameful it is? It's Eight, almost friggin' six, I mean, it's almost April. Six, seven games on the 500. Um, yeah, so, I mean, they think they're, they're in, what, ninth place or something like that? Ninth yeah, place? So, they can have a bunch out in that locker room because everybody can air it out. And then Vogel there, Vogel there just mind me business because I think they say in the Lakers organization wants to bench rush, but, but Vogel having a Vogel hard time yeah. doing Vogel it because it's weird, like, how how I supposed to coach this guy? I mean, and then on top of that, Russell Westbrook is not a easy personality because I remember the game. Remember the game they they sat him in the fourth quarter because he's turning over the ball so much and doing a bunch of crap. And then the next game, Westbrook said, "Oh," and Westbrook say he had a sore back because he's not used to sitting on the bench. Sitting on the bench. What? How could you flip and say that, please? So you lies now. Westbrook done showing you that. Who coming off any bench? Big brother, if I don't start the game, don't ask me to check in. <laughs> no, but, and that's my thing. And that's the next reason why I say, again, I feel as if Westbrook is on minimums because he's already showing you, right? This is the first time in his career that he's actually been faced with this reality that the team may need me 
to play a little bit different, right? And they may need me to take on a different role. And for him, it's like, boy, you still starting games. They just decided to uh, bench you, right? Because you was turning over the ball a bunch, right? And he ain't used to that. So, like you say, it's it's, it's a funny thing because um, the play-in's still there, so obviously they still can make the play-in. Um, and, you know, but if they're on the lower half of the play-in, they probably don't make the playoffs. They probably lose one of those two games um, if they're in the lower half. But... It's just a it's just a funny thing with with the Lakers because Westbrook it's not all his fault and like you say they need a scapegoat to me it's it's the fault of uh, Rob Pelinka um, and LeBron no, 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 for, no. It's for LeBron. Bi- building a team together. Um, this could Rob Pelinka can say no. This Rob is can say no. You could have had Kyle Lowry. You could have had at the one at the point guard. You could have had DeRozan. No, you could have had Buddy Heal. You could have had Kyle Lowry at the one. Buddy Heal at the two. DeRozan at the three. LeBron at the four. And Anthony Davis at the five. You could have had that lineup. And spend less money than you would have spent with getting Westbrook and giving away your... Look at Kuzma. Kuzma out there dropping buckets in, in Washington. And this is the theory. I glad... A lot of things play out this way too, especially for LeBron's career, because there was always this theory that LeBron's make play LeBron makes player better. And I, I always told people like, how why how would you say LeBron makes players better? If every time he's around talent, he diminish he diminishes talent. And you had LeBron who played with Bosch, Wade, uh, uh Kevin Love, uh, all these guys and made them lesser players than they was singly, even though he won with them. He made them lesser players in order for him to shine. And now Westbrook, who was coming off of MVPs and, and triple doubles, averaging a triple doubles multiple seasons, is now looking like, and I believe Westbrook is gonna have an awesome season. Whenever he goes, whatever team he goes to next, Westbrook is gonna terrorize the league, but it ain't gonna be on this team. Um, how could people still say when now he had the opportunity to come to LA where you had Brandon Ingram, uh, Lonzo Ball, uh, Kyle Kuzma, and Hart, and Larry Nance, when you had this opportunity to prove that you make players better who were on the upside of their career, and you come here and trade all the young fellas away. First of all, the first season, you couldn't even make the playoffs. That was the first time LeBron missed the playoffs again now this is going to be the second time maybe that he misses the playoff in LA and the same players that had so much potential you couldn't even make better but now these fellas on other team Lonzo Ball is the starting point guard for Chicago who is one of the top teams in the east uh Kuzma is carrying on dead but in Washington Brandon Ingram is a star now in New Orleans uh Hart just got traded from CJ McCollum so it's like bro do you really make people better? Because ever since AD come there, now nah, that season I ain't gonna lie, that bubble season, that was that was that was AD yeah. AD had a real resurgence yeah. Ever since then, dog start when he get that uh, and you know why I think he played that that good? He was on the contract yeah. 
Now we gonna give right. AD that 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 uh, max contract. Now dog just sitting on the sideline, growing year long and, and doing foolishness. Well, I think to be honest, I think AD and LeBron played that good that bubble season because they had so much time off to rest. Um, and I think giving them all that time off to rest and then letting them play again in a bubble is basically like the start of a new season for them. Um, with AD, I don't know if AD body could hold up 82 games. Oh, no. um, and I think that bubble, that was perfect for him because everybody, he could rest his body for a couple of months and then come back and play ball. And it's just like, okay, and he got to play ball for a couple more weeks and we win the championship. And that was the, that was the best in him there. So um, I, in some ways, I understand why people call that a flu championship. In some ways, and he's, it's and still he's a championship. Still get in the bubble. Yeah, yeah. It's still a championship at the end of the day, but I understand why some people call it that. But yeah, um, with an old team, like I said, I think I think LeBron. Like I'm, and like I said before the season, I I saw it with with it happens to all the greats, right? It happens to all the greats. I saw it before the season, and I said sometimes you know, sometimes you need to learn a lesson, right? And I felt LeBron, this is a lesson he needed. This is a lesson he needed. People need to understand. This is not the first time LeBron did this, by the way, right? It's not the first time he built a team that was destined to fail, right? People forget that Cleveland team he built after Kyrie left had Isaiah Thomas, Dwayne Wade, Derrick Rose, uh, Jay Crowder, right? And they was awful. It was awful, right? Yeah. It just so happened at midseason, they traded up to get some players who were worse names but better fits, right? George Hill was a better fit. Jordan Clarkson was a better fit. Larry Nance, better fit. Worst players, but they 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 fit better with what LeBron was with LeBron placed out. And that's the same thing with Westbrook. The Lakers are gonna find worse players to to to, to replace Westbrook. Yeah. But they probably may fit better. Right? And Westbrook was never a good fit. But again, this this goes back to what I said about LeBron trying to force his way. Um, into that conversation and sometimes you just got to re- understand you had a good career buddy. you had a good exactly. career and I think this was the year he understood that I think this is the year he understood it Kobe it happened the same thing happened to Kobe with Nash and Dwight Howard now it took Kobe tearing his Achilles to understand hey I had a good I had a good career it took Kobe that and I, I would say Kobe and LeBron approach adversity very different they approach right. adversity very different. This 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 situation is basically the same situation that Kobe dealt with. Yeah, 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 Nash and Dwight Howard. When Kobe deals with adversity, Kobe says, I can put my head down and I we're gonna go through this wall. Right? With LeBron, LeBron is sort of analyzing from a distance and be like, you know what? We ain't got no chance to win. So let me just talk about how I wanna play with my son. Um and talk about how uh this OKC GM is a is a he's a he's a great GM and all that other stuff. That's how LeBron deals with uh these types of situations. Yeah, like, like I say, yeah. But every like I say, every great player understands when it's their time. Right? And I think with LeBron, you're seeing this year that he's understanding I had a good career. I had a great career. If I never win a championship from here on out, that's okay. Exactly. And I think and I think that's what he's finally started to understand this career. This but he came in with this whole 
chasing the goat thing, you know, like chasing the ghosts and the ghosts in Chicago. Like he creates these narratives and then he tries to say, oh, he, like, even like they, they pulled up something last year where there's like, oh, LeBron, when the first uh, play-in was there, LeBron was like, oh, the person who created this play-in is, 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 needs to be fired and the play-in doesn't make sense. And that was because last year, the Lakers was in seventh. So it was like, we was in a guaranteed spot. So it was almost like, hey, because you was in a guaranteed spot, you shouldn't have to play in a play-in because, oh, we, we earned the right to be in a guaranteed spot. Okay, cool. Now this year, you intent. And you ain't in a guaranteed spot, but you still here fighting to try getting a play in because you want a shot to get in the playoffs. And now all of a sudden, oh, you ain't crying about the play in no more. You ain't making noise about the play in no more. It's almost like rich people. Like rich people is be saying, oh, certain taxes and certain things don't make sense and blah, 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 and this and that until it benefits you and you get some tax break or you get some tax cut because you in a certain class then it's all of a sudden like oh okay like maybe this does make a little bit of sense you know you know it is this does benefit this does benefit people and this does help help the community no man you say the new tax laws didn't make sense until you find out the new tax laws benefits you then all of a sudden oh well you know it's for the betterment of everyone around us okay but lebron lebron he has to realize like you say it's nothing, I mean, I can't say it's nothing wrong for second because you don't shoot for second. But at this point in time, I mean, let's just face it. I even, to be honest, second is pretty good because you beat those guys like Magic Johnson, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And now people are now going to debate you for second because I can be honest. Like Pun say, you know, go talk. I don't see LeBron career. Even though longevity does play a part, and he is gonna probably break Korean scoring record, but I don't yeah. see career-wise or domination-wise him passing Jordan. Because even if I had to pick, I'd rather win six rings in the nineties than win four rings over friggin' twenty years. Like bro, I ain't into that. I must play twenty years, take all this heckling, take all this can on, running on, missing the playoffs, gotta play with Rasbrook, do all this crap just to win four rings. And I get a Ben Jordan playing with Pippen and Rodman and Phil Jackson and living my best life in Chicago, cutting niggas up every year. Boy, I I I, I think I can take Jordan career. Yeah, and even with LeBron, and he's supposed to pass, like you say, pass and career record, even that. That ain't a hundred percent guarantee. I mean, he he's still getting he's still getting up there. I mean, I expect him to do it, but shoot, Malone was pretty close to doing it too, and then Malone just fall off the fall off the cliff. He just catch up to you. Um, but like you say, it ain't really nothing wrong with his place in history. Like even my thing with LeBron is, I don't believe he's the goat, but there are people that do. Right, there are people that do believe he's the goat. That's that's cool. Like you have yeah, that, that you have that in history. Fine. Yeah, you have right. that mystery, you know what I mean? Like you don't have to now try to force certain things. You are, there are people that do think you are the goat. You have that, right? Yeah. You say, say? Well, yeah. It's just an opinion at the end of the day, right? Exactly. So, so, so take that. So take that and, and and live with that at the end of the day. No one, no matter what you did this season, no one was gonna call you the undisputed goat over Jordan. No one. No matter what you did this season. No one. 
right? So you have what you have, just let it play out. You know what I mean? And I think, like I said, Kobe realized that late in his career as well. Like, but at certain points, Kobe wanted to get Sean too, but at certain points, like, but you know what? I have what I have. You know, I have what I have. I gave all my, all, I gave all to the game. You all the big ministry. You know, it usually be the people around them that 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 that, that gases this 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 fire. It is the it's the Marv Carters and the, the guys around this guy that that lotions him down every day um, with Supreme baby oil that makes him feel so uh, goldish. And yeah, I guess when you are being bombarded with people in your circle who every day tell you, oh, you're the greatest player. Jordan never did this. And then everybody pulling these weird stats. Oh, LeBron is the first player in NBA history to dribble the ball three times with his left and then switch it to his right. Like, okay, bro. Like, we, like every little thing now is some statistician in some place is finding these weird off-the-wall stats and making it seem like, okay, cool. But like you say, um, at some point, you just got to settle it down and let, let, let the chips fall where they make. Um, to be honest, like I say, I don't even see Jordan going around, running on that, oh, yeah, you all know I used to go, right? Like, you all know that straight, right? Like, oh, I shouldn't have to say nothing, right? You all know I used to go. Like, he, as, as cocky as Jordan is, it's almost like I don't have to say it because my game speaks for itself. My championship speaks for itself. My accolades speak for itself. So I think at some point LeBron has to just, when he does retire, just don't, don't don't run on with the media. Like don't try to always post things and be like, oh, I was the first guy to do this, so I created that. Like like bro, just let it ride <laughs> and let the fans decide who is to go. Because you got guys now who telling you Kevin Durant is better than you. Now you got people out there who believe that. Some people can always have their favorite player always and always have player. their goats. And whoever's the best. Some people can tell you, go oh, like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was the best player for them. Like they don't believe that no one ever passed Kareem. Or some believe that Will Chamberlain. There's like, oh, Will Chamberlain is a freak of nature. And I and I have never seen nothing up to this day as as supreme as Will Chamberlain. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so you can't you can't hurt your head. Yeah. At the end of the day, well, it's it's opinions. And you know, the the main thing is we all respect great players. Uh you let great players be great, man. Everybody, everybody great in their own right. You know, if you're a legend, you was a legend, and no one can take that from you. Exactly. You know what I mean? So you don't have to do all this other extra stuff, boy. All this other extra stuff ain't necessary. The true king don't have to say he's king. Everybody exactly. just is no. Everybody just is, is no. That's to do it. You know what I mean? So it's what it is. Uh, so before we wrap up, and you want any closing comments? Uh, any any shout outs? Wait, shout out Kyrie, because I'm watching these highlights right now. And Kyrie yeah, in his back. I gotta watch that highlights. My lord, Kyrie in his back. Jesus. Kyrie, Kyrie, smoking guys tonight. But yeah, shout out Kyrie. Kyrie is always one of my favorite players. Um, even whatever, even when he was going through all that extra stuff where people was talking about he crazy and blah, blah, blah. Kyrie is always one of my favorite players. Um, shout out. Uh, Kai Jones, because uh, I think he, he he had a good game in the G League. Yeah, he did now. The other day, uh, looking good. Uh, shout out Buddy. Buddy on friggin' paces, making the paces look good and making basketball entertaining for them again. I, I watched this much paces game in years, but he sends Ron Artes and Jermaine O'Neal was there. 
So, oh, I like Paul George. I used to like Paul George when he was there too. So, shout out, uh, buddy. Um, shout out, Aiden. Aiden, Aiden, Aiden in line to get this Supermax this year. On the best team in the West. You see, guys, now uh, I think it was a good move where he didn't sign last year because now the TV deal is going to kick in this summer. Uh, the salary cap is going to drastically increase. And boy, Aiden, boy, don't don't let these fellas run your swing your let talk anyway. But uh, <laughs> don't let these people talk. We'll come back and then spend all your money. I could say everything cool. But you earn your money, enjoy your money however you want. You know, everybody comes, oh, you don't want to build one gym for us, say. Oh, you don't want to do this for us, say. But you leave that man money alone, yeah? But um, now, if you want to, you could come. But don't let them pressure you do that. But yeah, shout out to Eden. Who else we got in there? I feel like I'm missing another Bahamian. Oh, Clay. That guy's come Clay. Y'all haters can say what y'all want. Clay is Bahamian. Yeah, Clay is Bahamian. Clay is Bahamian. Clay grabbed the 2-4-2. Clay, Clay brothers Clay play on the friggin' national team. If, if Clay could play for the national team, he would, to be honest. Exactly. He didn't, he didn't play for USA, so they ain't want to let him out that, that little while. Clay is, Clay is, Clay is a Bahamian. Uh, I see him uh, almost every summer. So, shout out Clay. And um, who else? Shout out Tom Brady, of course. We know you're coming back in in a few few weeks or so. So uh, let the wife enjoy your time because, you know, she always complaining and stuff. But mm-hmm. you know you just got to do what you got to do. Yeah, shout out, shout out uh, all the beamers making splashes in sports, not only in basketball, but in all sports. You know, Wait, I mean, Ka- shout out. Carlin at 41? Carlin is a sicko? <laughs> nice yeah, shout out all the BMS doing their big things, doing big things and in, in, in sports, man. You know, we appreciate y'all. Uh continue rapping. Continue rapping, continue showing off and showing out. Um and we'll be back uh next week with more sports takes, uh more talks, more discussions as bigger things happening in both the NFL and the NBA. So it should be a wild ride. Buckle up, you're getting ready for the stretch run for the playoffs. So, should be good. Should be good. Yeah, and, and so until next time. Y'all go find G. Um, we can't find him. Uh, check your local milk carton. He's on the side of it. So, uh, we ain't know where G going. So, anyone who knows where G is, let him know. That, uh, you know, send a message, call, write. You know, let us know you still. You can put an AVP out there. It's still some place. So until next time, experts and we out. <laughs>